Hello, everyone, and welcome to another episode of the Bears Review. I am your host, Tyler Flesh, joined by my co-host and father, Brian Flesh. Hey there. Yeah, there's always that. Why do you always wait on that? Like, it's always such a delay. Like, I say, and joined by my co-host and father, Brian Flesh. Hey there. See, that's what I'm talking about. Why is it so late? <laughs> I, it, I was looking at my phone, and then I looked up. I was like, does he even know what we're doing it, because right now? Because it's, it's, it's fun to get to you. Well, it's working. Anyhow. So, uh, great day to be a Bears fan. Positive. We got a division win. First division win since 2016 on Halloween, October 31st, against the Minnesota Vikings. It's been a while. Who we play next, and we will talk about that later. But, um, man, where 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 do you start? Um, I'd like to say smart move by resting our players. Our two players that we rested, Allen Robinson and Khalil Mack, had big days today. They did. They big both looked days. They both looked absolutely great. And hey, listen, it wasn't pretty, but it's a win. I'm I, I'm feeling good. It's nice to be a Bears fan and be six and three in November at this point in time. Yeah, and, you know, and I think if we look back at our stats and our papers, now I don't remember. Probably should have looked at them. I know mine. Do you know yours off the top of your head? No. I I had this game as a win. I have the next game as a loss. So. The only other one I missed was Miami because I had us at ten and six for the year. I'm pretty sure I had this game as a win, and uh, the Vikings game as a loss. But we'll we'll see. I I I think we actually have a really good chance against the Vikings, but we'll get to that later. So we are. Let's just start off with someone who we've been very hard on the podcast lately, and for good reason. But Trubisky has not been playing well. He is just. He only had 135 yards against the Bills for yeah. crying out loud. Well, let me let me just state that we've been hard on him, but you know I was sharing with you earlier that ESPN has a quarterback accuracy rating, and out of 32 starting quarterbacks, he was the 32nd best in accuracy. Yeah, and so rightfully so, we were hard on him. Yeah. Today, whoa! In my opinion, was his best day ever. As Absolutely, a bear. he looked much sharper. The ball was getting out on time. He was hitting receivers in stride. But do you think that was a better performance that we saw today than what we saw when we played Tampa Bay? And he threw for six TDs. Yeah, I do. You know why? I agree. He w- he was actually on time. He had command of the. Uh, he was checking out of plays. He looked good. He was about, sharp. I want to talk about that. Uh, he was he was actually hitting people in stride for once. But the um, it was so silent in that stadium today. The, we got a, it was great on offense. We were silent on offense, louder on defense. Um, what what I want to talk about is what you said. How many times he was changing the play? You could tell that he had. A whole, you know, the, the command of the offense. I didn't know how to say it. I was trying to think. of, But he was checking in. He was like, kill, kill, kill. He was yelling, missile, missile, missile. He was checking in, checking out, pointing out coverages. Yeah. That's the best I've ever seen him look. Absolutely. I think by far this was his best game. <coughs> 
And still, it, we're still trying to get over that sickness. Still trying to get over that cold, folks. And if he continues at this rate, I, I actually, should I dare say, could be getting excited about uh, Trubisky moving forward. Yeah, I mean, he's he's showing progress and everything. And, he, I mean, he's he's definitely doing very well. This is kind of still his first year. I know we've been critical of him, but I mean, today was just he was it was yeah. flawless. He was hitting people open. At one point in the game, he had two incompletions, but and he only had two incompletions and three TD passes. Right. So, like, I just if you don't know, he went he was twenty three for thirty for a career high of three hundred and thirty five yards. Yeah. I think my, I don't know what is going on with the ESPN app today, but like I just hit my phone and I'm like four, four, and my phone's just like I don't want to tell you. So I'm pretty sure that was right. I'll get back to you. I don't know, you know, te- technical issues today, but it doesn't matter. I do know he threw for a career high in yards a day, and it was it was something. It was really good. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, I was right. No, I was wrong. Not two thir- not 335, 355 yards. So he was 23 for 30, 355 yards. Here's the big one. Three TDs, one rushing, zero turnovers, zero fumbles, zero interceptions. That's a big day. Yeah, it is. Yeah, it is. It's really good to see him. If he continues to go in this direction, you guys, we will give him credit all day long. We're hard on him. Not because we dislike Trubisky, but because we love our Bears. Yeah, but it's not just that, though. It's that he's proven that he's garbage at times. You know, it's not like we're, like you said, we're justified in what we're saying. Yeah. So he played outstanding today. today. Um, Another standout player was Allen Robinson. Oh, yeah. He, I did not expect him to have this big of a game because coming off of a groin injury is very hard. Yeah. Very hard to do. Yeah, I thought he looked really sharp today. Listen, that catch he made in the end zone, um, the ball was a little short. It was underthrown. It Trubin- was underthrown. It, but it looked I, like, I'm, at I'm first, te- though, at first, though, it looked like a back shoulder pass. But when you watch it in slow motion, you're like, Ooh, he had because Robinson burnt the guy. He had him. Yep. He was about two yards ahead of him. But yeah, hey. but what a what a catch to come back and and grab that. I mean that that was a good catch. Yeah, it really was. So, I mean, I I think he was in. And what I like to see from him today is he was finding the people wide open, and he was actually putting the ball on the money each and every time this game. Oh, it was so good, and I. To see him hit people in stride, wasn't it? Oh, it really was. I mean, it's that they weren't having to turn and stop. And I mean, when you're hitting people in stride, good things can happen. And they did. Very, yeah, very good things can happen. Let's talk about another player who uh, really just stood out and was like, wow. Uh, to me, again, all year, and he's getting more and more involved, is Anthony Miller. Yeah. Man, Anthony Miller played really, really well. Yeah, he did. He had a great game. He had some some really uh, nice catches. Um, just uh, you know, he he's becoming the player that we would we really like to see him become. I mean, he man, you know what? I thought this just shows. I didn't even look at the stats. I mean, I 
I just I thought watching the game, did you not? Who would you think had more receiving yards, Robinson or Miller? Yeah, I would have thought Robinson, but but I bet it's Miller. Uh, no, you were right. It's Robinson. See, yeah. I would have said yeah. Miller there, but yeah. it was close, man. Robinson had six catches for 133 yards. He averaged 22.2 yards a catch. He had two TDs. His long was 36. Anthony Miller had five catches for 122 yards. His average was 24.4 with a TD of a one TD and a long of 55. Now, this wasn't a case of the receivers getting quick little dink and dunks. Trubisky was throwing downfield. I want to make that very clear. Yeah. This wasn't screen play set up. He was hitting him in stride, and they were getting some yak yards. They were getting yards after the catch pretty good. Oh, yeah. So that always helps. Um, Taylor Gabriel actually got shut out today. He didn't He didn't get a ball. That I mean, that happens. There's so many weapons to go around in that Bears offense. I mean, the ball was spread out well. You know, Burton had four catches. Howard had one. Tariq had six. The ball's going to get spread out, so sometimes you're not going to be able to. You know, get you know, you, but you still got to be a part of the offense. He still helps because you, you can't sleep on Gabriel. You sleep on him, we're gonna get you too. Yeah, yeah. I just I, a lot of weapons. Yeah. Um, the defensive side of the ball. I mean, I don't know what more to say that we haven't already said. I mean, this is nice because we're getting. I'm running out of av- adjectives to describe them. I mean, I I don't get it. It's. <laughs> How about supercalifragilisticexpialidocious? Yeah, sure. I guess it was just nuts. I mean, Khalil Mack comes back fully healthy. Obviously, he hits two sacks. We sacked Stafford. Now, we didn't get the Vikings got him ten times last week. We only got him six, but we intercepted the ball twice, and we had a fumble recovery. So, What What was really good to see today is that everyone was stepping up to the plate. Floyd, I thought, really had a good game today. Got his first sack. Got his first sack. Uh, Mac came back, looked fantastic in terms of his pass. What about his bull rush? It's, People know it's coming, right? Yeah, Everybody know it. it's coming. And yet, even when they know it's coming, he, he gets to the quarterback. He, it's just a, it's an amazing thing to watch. You know what's crazy, though, about that is you can stop it if you chip him and if you block him. But when you chip him or you double-team him, we have so many other weapons that are coming in. Hakeem Hicks in the middle. Eddie Goldman's also there. Floyd on the outside. Either Trevathan or Roquan. 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 Roquan Smith come in. I mean, you have all of these pieces fitting into the puzzle perfectly right now. Well, they're playing good team unified football. People are swarming to the ball. People are staying in their run gaps. And that our, our cornerbacks are just ball hawking. In, our safeties and corners are just being really great ball hawks when it comes to tracking and monitoring the ball yeah i agree i think though too is what i was trying to say back to mac is you can chip him and you can do that but the problem with that is we have all those other people coming and then if you chip him with a tight end that tight end's pattern is and now he is gonna have to take longer to get open and you don't have that time against our defense you just don't no no you've you know 
even quarterbacks that get the ball out very, very quickly. And by the way, I thought it was very smart what they did initially trying to get that ball out there super quick into the flat. Um, you could tell what Detroit's game plan was. We're going to, to get this ball out within a second and a half so that we can minimize the rush. Yeah. And the thing is, with this defense that we have right now, we are very fortunate. We have not had any injuries. Everyone's just 100%. What I want to talk about, though, is if you look up the stats, we are either first or tied for or in second. We are top three in everything, takeaway-wise. Now, today, we are now officially number one in interceptions. Now, at the time of this recording, the Dolphins are playing the Packers right now, but... You know, it's very unlikely for Aaron Rodgers to get an interception. So, who knows? The Dolphins are, they have 15 and we have 16. We had 14 going in, we have 16 now. So, that's always good. We'll be able to do all that. Um, I don't think they're going to pick them. I think that record's going to hold. What do you think about, now the announcers were on Prince of Mukamara, for the uh, late interception during the game. What did you think about that? For the late interception? The late interception in the game when he picked the ball off. I thought it I th- But it was fourth down. So yeah. what we're talking about is it was fourth down, the ball was thrown, he caught the ball, and then we we, we turned into almost getting a, having a safety against us because we were backed up literally on the one-yard line. The announcers were saying, oh, he should have battered it, batted it down. No, I, I, I personally think our defense feeds off of plays like that, and they get better and better and better. I think you catch the ball. I, I, can, see, I can see people saying, no, you bat it down, you let it go, um, but, but I, I think you catch it. Yeah, I mean, it's hard to say that, like, in the moment, the player would have had to go, oh, it's fourth down, I need to bat this ball down, instead of intercepting it. You know what I mean? So, that's a really hard, that's a hard thing to do, man. It really is. I I don't think I would have, I put myself in that situation, I think I would have picked it off. Yeah, yeah. I'm not, I mean, I don't know how you say, oh, I got to bat it down. Yeah. You know, offense, defense played well. There is an area, though, that did not play well at all today. And, and Oh, yeah, uh, let's get into it. Let's get into that. I mean, and that's, we, How many times have we hit on this, though? I know. It, it's it's special teams, and specifically— um, I, I thought special teams played good. Well, okay, did, did you think— I'm going to exclude Cody Parkey out of special teams. I know he plays special teams. We did not snap the ball wrong. We did not hold the ball wrong. He just kicked the ball wrong. Well, but he's part of special teams, so that's why I included him. No, I'm, a- I'm sorry. But well, you ju- I just I can't because we've talked on this podcast too many damn times about Ryan Pace. He trades away Robbie Gold. He gives us the – we go through kickers all the time. Yeah. Yeah, and if you, if you didn't see the game, this was incredibly bad kicking. And what really well, got t- to me t- as t- a Bear t- fan – Oh, well, tell, tell him. Tell, tell him how many he missed. Yeah, he missed four. And I believe all four hit the goalpost. Hit the same goalpost. Yeah. and On each side. And here's what I found incredibly frustrating, is after each one of those, he was laughing. Now, maybe that's a nervous, I'm about to get fired laugh. I don't know. But it didn't look very good 
when you're laughing after you miss those field goals. And by the way, I don't know a Bear fan who watched today's game that said, you know what, if that game's close, I want to send Parky in. Okay, and that brings me to my next point. So he missed two extra points today, and he missed two field goals. We've already talked about Ryan Pace and how he can't bring anyone in. We've done that. I would like to now talk about someone who we haven't been critical of, like, at all, and, you know, need to be critical of at this point, and that's unfortunately Coach Nagy. He told the reporter coming into the sideline that he wanted to remain aggressive throughout the game. His quote was, I can't be a conservative play caller when I tell my players to go play and be aggressive every down. I need to be aggressive in my play calling. He was not. No, I I thought uh, in the second half we took our foot off the gas. Oh, we we weren't even driving. So... The second half, we only scored one touchdown in the third quarter. That was our only points. We can't have that. I don't care that it's 10 to 26. I don't care. That should not be a factor. That should not be a thing. Here's here's what I want to see as a Bear fan. I want to see us. It's one thing to get the lead. Then shut the door on them. Close the door. Seal the deal. Nice long drives. Anything. Yeah. Even if it's short, though. He, and here, here's the problem I had, right? Up to this point, Cody Parkey has missed three field goals. Coach Nagy says he, want, he wants to be aggressive, right? Ah, it's time to get aggressive. This is the third quarter. Aggressive. There was no aggression. He got the ball. He, he, he Well, maybe he, he got mixed up between aggression and regression. Yeah, because he, he ran, 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 and then what do you do? Well, now it's fourth down. Let's kick. So he goes to kick. Yep. So I, 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 don't, I don't understand to that point your field goal carrier has missed three. And, folks, he missed. This is the worst part how he missed. He hit the crossbar. Each time he hit the right or the yeah, the right side of the crossbar each and every time. Yeah. That can't happen. No. no How do you is... hit a crossbar that many times? Here's my thing though. You have him, he's not doing well. Go for it. What do you, what do we have to lose? You're up. Yeah, yeah exactly. Uh, we were saying we were saying multiple times, don't let him back out on the field. Go for the two points. Do anything, especially don't let him do an extra point in a close game. I don't believe Parkey. There was listen, there was no kind of pressure on him today. He had a double digit lead and he's missing these. Is he still a bear tomorrow? I hope not. I really hope not. Okay, what would you do? I would go out and get a kicker in a heartbeat. So you would cut him, what do you think they're gonna do? I think they're going to hang on to him, unfortunately. I feel like there's no room. I mean, listen, we, he's already proven he can't kick in clutch situations against Miami. All right? This was – we were winning. We were sl- – you know. Yeah, it was, it, was a, it, it was a significant win, and he can't make those four kicks. And listen, these weren't kicks that were unmakeable. No. And it wasn't like there was a 50-mile-an-hour breeze blowing through Soldier Field today. These were kicks that were very, very makeable on a very good day to kick. Um, so, yeah, it's, it's just completely unacceptable as a Bears fan. And I tell you what, 
if we don't get rid of him and we are fortunate enough to make the playoffs, this guy could be the difference between winning a playoff game and going home. Uh, because those games are often very, very close, and I have zero confidence that he can come up and kick one through the uprights. Yeah, and I'm I'm completely with you. And the reason I'm on Coach Nagy, we started running uh, Trubisky under center. I, I we just started doing stuff that in the second half just because we were up that wasn't us. Yeah, yeah. It's we like did not. We, it's like we lost our identity. Or tried to be something we weren't. And, you know, that's never good. Be who you are and, 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 and continue who you are throughout the entire game until you can shut the door on your opponent. That was the frustrating thing. We literally stopped being who we were, and we literally did not go for it in terms of certain plays. We got too way too conservative. Yeah, and... Another thing I thought was weird is, so if you've been watching games, you've noticed we've been having real struggle with the playcock situation. I thought it was always on Trubisky, but Coach Nagy needs to tweak it down. They did a play call today, and the announcers were talking about it. The play calls have 21 words in them, most of them. Yeah. How was, the hell are you supposed to even remember that? I I was shocked about I you know I've seen very fancy play call books and and so forth. This this is pretty complex, and I'm like, whoa, holy cow! I can see why we're having some trouble here. I mean, I know that we're getting a little negative, but you know what? We we, we talk as it is, and when we play a complete game and finish out a complete game? Because I don't think today was a complete game. No, it, it wasn't. Hey, and listen, don't look at, at our being critical of the Bears as that we don't like them. We love the Bears. We love that this team. Yeah, but we don't sugarcoat shit. No. That's basically all we're trying to say it, here is, listen, he did bad. Nagy did bad. I have no problem on calling people out for doing a bad job. That's what we're getting at. That's where we're at. He did not do good. He took his foot off the gas. We scored one touchdown in the third yeah. quarter. That was it. Yeah. Yeah. One so, touchdown in the second half. So our defense looked good. Our offense looked good. We had a couple. Th- we've got some things we need to clean up. But overall, don't you, in general, other than the things we've mentioned, I, I think we're moving in the right direction. Got a. Yeah, we really are. I think. I think we're moving in a really good direction, actually. I think that, uh, you know, like I said, we got some big games coming up. Yeah. You know, need to beat Detroit again in Thanksgiving. That's going to be hard. Uh, need to beat the Vikings next week. And we got we talked about that last week, how we got flexed out. Yeah. And that, that could really hurt us. That's I tell you what, that is going to be a tough game. Uh, Cousins is going to throw that ball deep to Diggs. Well, we'll talk. We'll, we'll, you know, you know what's going to happen there. We'll we'll get to that. Go ahead. No, but what I was going to say is on this game here. Is there anything else that caught your eye or made you upset? I mean, what caught my eye was uh, Roquan Smith. Another giant game, man. Oh yeah, kid I, just plays. He he does. He he does. He's he's just he's a great tackler. You know, when you watch 
him play, you almost get the sense that there's more than one of him because he's yeah. all over the field, right? He led he led today in tackles too. Yeah, like ten. Yeah, nine so, solo, one sack. So you know this was a first round draft pick that I think was more than worth it. And by the way, remember he came to camp late, very very late, and. He's still learning the uh, the defense, excuse me. He really yeah. is. So when you think of how well he's playing at this point in time, it's it's quite amazing. It, it also speaks volumes to our defensive line because that's who's freeing him up. That's who's making it, him able to do all these things because they're off the the opposition's offensive lines are not being able to get up to the secondary, up yeah. to the next level. That's they're a, not able to. That's a really good point. Really good point. So, you know, again, games are won and lost in the trenches. Firm, firm believer in that. Um, One thing I am and was a little worried about was uh, Tariq Cohen took a big shot. Yeah, he did. I don't know if he has concussion. I don't know what's going on. I was kind of surprised to see him come back in. Were you? I thought he was going to be out for the— Oh, yeah, he did come back in. That's right. he did. He he came back in, and uh, I'm I'm sincerely hoping— that they really truly checked him out and he was okay, but he he came back in, um, played um, played some good ball. I, I tell you, the last thing I want to let you know that I was disappointed in was uh, on those on those two onside kicks. I thought we looked pretty bad. I'll be honest with you. Um, it, that ball was bouncing all over the place, and, and it didn't look like we were tracking Well, so Anthony good. Miller needs to understand, and I think the coach talked to him, you can't bat the ball out like that. No, no. Yeah, He looked looked he, like he's playing some volleyball rather than— uh, Yeah, he should have just caught the ball and got down. Right. That could have ended it, but then they went back on, they got they kicked yeah. it again. But I'm also talking it. about getting in front of the ball, getting your body in front of it, stopping it. Putting it in the old but bread basket. what you're talking about is on the last one. Now, if you look at the replay, he goes for the ball, Dad. It ricochets where Anthony Miller is. He's diving where that ball is, where it's going to be. It just, that's a ricochet. It deflects off the inner knee of the Lions defender, and that's how they get it. Oh, that's right. It did do that. It looked bad. It looked bad from our angle. Yeah, really and then did. you see the ball take the deflection, and you're like, oh, you know, crap, that happens. I mean, I didn't really have a problem with it. It happens, they got lucky, didn't, they didn't do anything. So, we, I mean, it was a good overall win. Yeah. It, you know, when Khalil Max healthy, you can just see what he, he can do. Listen, when we were starting the season – in September, and if I would have told you that on, by November 11th, our team would be six and three at the end of this week, you would have taken it. Right? I would have believed you. I, I marked it down. Yeah, yeah. I mean, you don't have to tell me. I put it down on paper. I talk, We talked about it. We all had high hopes. We We all knew the talent that was there. And the talent that had a question mark is Trubisky. Still, he's going to. This is going to be a, year, a couple years. Hopefully, if it works out, he can get us. But, again, he can't have these games where it's, oh, okay, well, I played against Buffalo. I, I only threw for 135 yards and in an interception. It needs to be more like this. 
on average, he should be thrown for 200 yards a game. On average, unless the run game just explodes, on average, and then he should have at least one touchdown. Well, I'm not even one touchdown. I'm not even gonna say that. I'm gonna say he should definitely have. He shouldn't have. He should have at least 200 yards and one inter. Not even one interception a game. Yeah. Just he just needs to be better. And he was great today. And let's. I hope that rolls over. Because let's talk about that now. We have a huge, huge matchup coming oh. up in the Minnesota Vikings. <laughs> now, the Minnesota Vikings, though, they do play to our advantage in the aspect of they the, the quarterback gets – Kirk Cousins is like what? The fourth most rushed quarterback in the league. They don't have a good offensive line. And we're fully healthy and ready to go at that position. Yeah. Yeah, I I think um, if you look at some of the teams, look at what happened when Buffalo put a lot of pressure on him, and that really shook him up. Cousins, if you give him all day to throw, he'll carve you up. Yeah. But I think we've got a couple teams that, that really took the Vikings apart. I think Nagy will look at that. He'll look at what we can do to um, uh, get pressure on uh, Cousins. And I think that is really the key. You cannot let him be throwing to Diggs and Thielen downfield because no matter how good your corners and safeties are, if you allow him to do that consistently, they're going to hit a big one. Yeah, my big problem is I'm not really worried too much on the defensive side of the ball. Well, I am, and I'll get to that. I'm afraid of Harrison Smith. I feel like I don't know why, man. He just he's so good and the way he disguises it, I think he might start tricking Trubisky and I he Trubisky needs to take care of this ball today or tomorrow night or not tomorrow night, next week. Mm-hmm. And he needs to play good. He needs to not just manage, he needs to win for once. Yeah. And you know what? If he throws an interception, I know he can't predict when he throws one, but I would like to see an early one if there's gonna be one, and not this late one. The late ones kill us. They all they kill almost any team, but just seems to really deflate us, especially. Yeah. So the what do you think the the keys to winning against the Vikings are? Well, it's pretty simple to me. Get to the quarterback, disrupt them. I don't want to do keys to the game though. I mean, because I just want to say this. Like, here's the thing. We're gonna play them. There is one thing that teams can do against this Bears defense, and for some reason, Vic Fangio cannot figure it out, but they nickel and dime us. Short pass, short pass, quick, 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 quick. We will get killed, but and I think the Vikings are going to figure that out. That's what I'm worried about. We have to play press coverage and rely on our interior linemen to get in there and make a play and make a sack. That's what we have to do. Yeah, well, and that that's gonna that's gonna mean making some adjustments that perhaps we don't normally make right away too. Yeah, but we can't wait. Yeah, we wait. We waited today. We almost got burnt today. They were doing it to us today. Yeah, we can't do that. That can't be in the DNA of this team moving forward. It can't because, like I said, Thielen's good. He's a hell of a route runner, and they're just gonna try to get the ball into their hands as. As quick as they can. Yeah. I think we got to watch out, too, for uh, Kyle Rudolph. 
very sneaky out the back. Mm-hmm. I mean, he, he, everyone's like, oh, well, you know, they talk about Diggs and Thielen. Well, Rudolph's not bad either, so. Yeah, and l- listen, the other thing, too, is they have a healthy cook coming back. He hasn't been healthy all year. He ripped off, what, an 80-yard run. Um, he's 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 looking good now. I love our run defense. Okay, it's been it's been a good run defense, but we better not sleep on Cook either. Um, Murray, he he's a power runner, but he's not real fast. But Cook, uh, he worries me a little bit, especially if he can um, break one off the tackle. He he's a he's a runner that um, can leave you in his dust. Yeah, I'm not really too worried about that. I'm with you. I'm more worried about, like I said, the nickel and the dime and just the boom, 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 quick stuff. We need to be ready for that. We need to be prepared for that. Do you think it helps us that it's going to be a cold November night in yeah, Chicago? I do. I do. I like that. I like that it's home. I like. I think we do have a home field advantage. Our fans know what to do. I loved how quiet they were when we were on offense and I like how loud they are when we're on defense. And yeah, that that helps you. That absolutely helps you. They're going to need to be really loud. Yeah, really loud for. Yeah. I, um, I think I think our our biggest challenge will be making sure this doesn't get into a shootout because I am not so sure. I have not seen us step up to the plate yet to win a shootout. I think a big disadvantage for the Bears too is the Vikings are coming off by right now, so they've watched they watched the game today and they're resting up and they're ready to go and we we need to be ready. Yeah, we got a crazy turnaround coming up. Oh, it's eighty. What is it? Eighty hours from the the time we play Sunday night with the Vikings. Until twelve thirty on Thursday. What is that? That that that's literally about eighty hours, isn't it? Yeah. I mean, so you know, that's that's a pretty quick turnaround in the NFL. That really is. Um, yeah. So next week we'll probably have a podcast. We're gonna have to do it on Monday. There's no way we're gonna be able to get it out to you after the that late night game. So yeah. we'll probably do that on Monday. And then as far as the Thanksgiving Day schedule goes, we still don't know. We'll figure it out as we go. But one will definitely be out when we play the Lions again and hopefully win. But, man, the Lions are always tough on Thanksgiving. But that's that's weeks out. We don't need to focus now. I'm looking too far ahead into the future. But um, do you have anything else? No. I, I think we covered it. A little, little shorter one this week. Uh, a lot of stuff going on right now in the shop. There is uh, My sister's dog is here, and he's been distracting. <laughs> you probably heard him throughout this podcast. My mom's trying to paint while we're also out here. It's just a lot of stuff going on. So we're just going to wrap it up. We got to win. Great to be great day for the Bears. Great, great win. Neat, finally oh. got that division monkey off our back. Fantastic division win. All right. So Go Bears. With that being said, that's all for this week. We'll see you next time. Bear down.